Was that beautiful? Amazing? Yeah! Welcome to the Crimson Circle. We're here at the studio in Louisville, Colorado. Welcome. Whether you're listening on Blog Talk Radio, uh, CrimsonCircle.com, or watching from CrimsonCircle.com, welcome. And I have to tell you, we're so excited. We feel you no matter where you are, but we have got a rocking audience here today. Wild, sold out group. Woohoo! We are so excited. As Jeff was pointing out earlier, it's the 20th season for the Shouts. How amazing is that? I couldn't believe that because I didn't even think I could be that old. <laughs> 20th season. So it's about emergence, and I'm so excited. I got goosebumps. It always brought me to tears just seeing that live with all of you. So welcome. Welcome. Glad you could be here with us. So are we ready? Ah, I got the nod from Adama and Jeff. I hope that you are ready. So with that, I invite all of us, each of us, to take the good deep breath, that breath of life. Breathe, the I am here, I exist. It's that breath that honors the presence. Take a good deep breath, feel it throughout your body, feel out your soul, the I am. Take that breath of life and open all your senses. Breathe for you. Breathe for you as this music plays. There's beautiful words here that you can watch as you hear this beautiful music and feel those energies of Adamus coming in for all of us. So take that good deep breath. that I am a bit um, overwhelmed <laughs> on this beautiful day, a bit overwhelmed. Thank you. Ah, so, ah water. Water? Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> and poor, poor Caldra, who is uh, getting all ready to let me jump out, and then, and then this. Ah, I have to say, well, I have to say, I love each and every one of you. <laughs> Truly do. You know, I was at the Ascended Masters Club last night, and we were talking, and they said, Adamus, are you, are you really going to do this emergence thing tomorrow? Are, are you really ready for it? Is Chambro ready for it? And I had a good laugh. I had such a good laugh. And the answer is absolutely. 
I guess the real answer is why wait any longer? Why wait any longer? And then, and then knowing I was going to come here today to be with you, knowing what we're actually doing, we're going through. We're going through. Going through the, the lifetimes after lifetimes after lifetimes, and now we're going through. And to be greeted with this, it's, it's a wish. enough to give <laughs> an ascended master some tears, a lot of tears. And I can't wait to go back to the Ascended Masters Club tonight, if I could get photos really quickly, so I could bring it back to them and say, look, look what, look what Shambra did. Look at the beauty of this. And yes, yeah, so it was my birthday yesterday. Uh, and Leo, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Any other Leos uh, out there, you know what it's like. You know what it's like. So, I have, to make, I have to make a wish. I have to make a wish, and what would, what would I wish for? Of all the things in the world, all the things in the cosmos. Well, Edith has changed her seat. Yeah, that was, was going to be my first wish was Edith changing her seat. She moved all the way back, one row. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to, no, we'll relight, we'll relight. Um, um, yeah, the, all the hot air that I'm putting out blew it out. Uh, what would I wish for? Since Edith moved her chair, what would I wish for when one is already ascended master? Uh, what would I wish for? There's very, very little that I want. Nothing that I need. Nothing that I really haven't already experienced. You know, it's kind of like you if you think about it. Nothing you really want, nothing you really need, nothing that you haven't experienced. What would you wish for? Ah, so I'm going to pretend they're all lit because you can do that. Oh, Linda to save the day. But my wish stays the same. Uh, and I'll share it with you after I blow out the candle that's already blown out. You know, it's kind of like getting there before you actually get there. It's already done, but you go back and re-experience what it's like to blow out the candle, even though the candle's already out and the wish is already done. But ah, that's a serious. Looks like a gun. I thought she was going to shoot somebody. I'm not used to all these new. Okay, are you going to light them all? Because there, there, well, there should be about three hundred. Um, Thousand candles on there. Okay, what do I wish for? Can you see it says Happy Birthday, Adonis? I see that. Yes. Do you want more candles? No, no, that's fine. Uh, let's let's just do this. You know, we could sit and talk about it forever, kind of like your enlightenment, or we can just <laughs> do it. Hmm. Uh, I wish for many more happy years with you, with all of you. That's what I wish for. Uh, because I couldn't think of anything else that I wanted or want so much is to share this with you, uh, share this whole embodied enlightenment. You know, it's, it was at the Ascended Masters Club, like I was saying, and I realized that this is it. We're here. And they were questioning me and kind of teasing me and, uh, and saying, are you really there or are you just trying to one-up us? You know, there were some other... <laughs> Ascended Masters that, that 
kind of channel and teach through other humans. And, but they've been kind of jealous, you know, and they think a lot of this has just been talk. Uh, now, I report back to them and I show them some of the transformations that you're going through. But I, I think they think that I'm just trying to beat them to uh, the lion's gate. Uh, and it's like, no, this is real. Uh, otherwise, I wouldn't be doing it. Uh, and otherwise, I, I wouldn't have the message that I have for you today. It's very real. We are here. Why wait any longer? There's really not a lot of other teachings related to coming into your realization. There's really none. Where we go from here is to talk about living on earth as, as an enlightened, realized being. That's, that's where we focus. There's not a lot more that we can talk about. We're here. This is it. A couple of things to re remember, and Tobias asked me to bring these out to you. He said, as, as we go through now, and talking about going through, you know, all these lifetimes, and then you just go right through them. You, you don't run from them. You just immerse and then emerge. So as we go into it now, he wanted me to remind you two important things. First of all, you're not crazy. How many times have you thought you're crazy? How many times have you woken up in the middle of the night and said, what the hell am I doing? How many times have you questioned yourself so deeply about who you are in, in this journey, and in doing so, oftentimes even wanted to go back? Maybe you should just be a regular human, uh, but you can't. You, you cannot. You tried. You can't. You're not crazy. There are some who may call you crazy. Clinically speaking, I guess you are. <laughs> Clinically speaking, yes, very true. This is a nice, elegant class. Thank you. Clinic mm, actually tastes good. Clinically speaking, I, I guess you would be delusional, uh, bipolar, uh, whatever they call it these days, uh, psychotic, uh, just whack job, uh, <laughs> because they don't understand. But as we've always talked to you about. No matter how much they criticize or confront you, they actually, they actually want you to be for real. They really do. They, they want to have the hope that there is more to just living, uh, especially the one-timers, um, that, that just more than just this short lifetime on the planet. They want to believe that there is magic, that there's more. And then the born-agains, ones who re believe in reincarnation, you know, born again. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, they, they want to believe it too, but oftentimes they're so stuck in their ways, their dogmas, their spiritual rituals that uh, they, and, and they actually, you may have felt that it, they look down their noses at you sometimes because you don't sit in meditation for eight hours a day and you, you're not necessarily a vegetarian and, or vegans. And, you don't have uh, altars at your house, most of you, some of you, I know you still do. Uh, and you, you don't go through rituals. It's all about you. Uh, so they sometimes think, well, that's a kind of a crazy group there. It's kind of a, really a, a bunch of bohemians uh, doing anything they want. And spirituality, you know, it's got to be strict and it's got to be disciplined and you've got to follow the rules. And 
here's this group just doing whatever the hell they want. They drink, they smoke, they cuss. They <laughs> and and e even, even uh, in the other realms, not the Ascended Masters Club, but some of the other realms you know, you'd call a higher consciousness, even they're scratching their heads, saying, you can't get to heaven in that way. You, know, you can't get to heaven in Damien's car because the damn old thing won't go that far. <laughs> it's like, they're wondering about this strange group. And we've kind of laid low. We've done our work. You've done your work. And it's been about releasing. I mean, when you come to the core of it, about releasing and allowing. Not replacing one ritual, one mind trap for another, but just letting it all go. And in letting it go, ultimately, about letting it go to wisdom. You wonder when you release where it goes, when you release the wounds, when you release the layers and layers of, of uh, structures and patterns sitting in the same chair. You wonder where it goes. It goes to wisdom. And when you allow, you allow that wisdom to come right here, right here. No, you're not crazy. Of course, as you realize, it probably hasn't been uh, what they call a famous being. A pioneer, whether it's in science, technology, philosophy, or anything like that. There hasn't been a single pioneer that I know of that wasn't considered to be somewhat of a lunatic. I guess you have to be to take a different path. You have to get in touch with that inner knowingness. You have to do it different. You're not going to get to this point by staying in the churches or sweat lodges or ashrams or any of that. You get to this point by releasing to wisdom, releasing for wisdom, and then allowing the wisdom back into your life. That's it. You're not crazy. That was probably the thing Tobias that worked the closest with, with all of you on. You're not crazy. And, and there was that feeling back then, all oh, the energies were so chaotic. And what's wrong with me? That was the constant question. What do I need to fix? Nothing. Just let it go. Nothing. And then the other thing he wanted me to pass on, you're not alone. You know, remember back when? For some of you, it hasn't been that long ago. For some of you, many years ago. But back when, the feeling of that deep loneliness. You could be with a group of people. You could be socializing, you could be at the office with family, but still feeling so dreadfully alone. How terrible was that? It was all part of a way also to get you back to you, get you back to yourself, because there probably wasn't anything else back then. Get you back within, rather than looking at everything, rather than needing mirrors to see yourself. You no longer need a mirror to see yourself. That is huge. As long as you've, just about as long as you've had lifetimes on Earth, you've always used people on the outside to see yourself. Who am I? through other people. How do they see you? Then that's kind of how you saw yourself. 
whether it was a teacher or friends or family members or enemies or anything, there was always that mirror. There was always that mirror because uh, of other people, because you didn't want to see yourself in your own mirror. But now you can. You didn't want to see yourself in that mirror because maybe it was ugly. Maybe it was had done bad things. Maybe it wasn't the reflection of what you really wanted to be. Maybe you were so trampled by others, trampled then by yourself, that you couldn't hold that mirror of you to you. You couldn't possibly look at it. So you used others as your mirror. What they saw in you, you saw in yourself. It's interesting. It's an interesting way of perceiving reality, but ultimately, you take that mirror and you see yourself. I mean that metaphorically, but also real. Now you can look in the mirror. When you look in the mirror, that's not just a projection of other people. What you see in there is the God within, is the I am that I am, is the wisdom and the beauty. Try it here in these next few days. Try it before we meet again for our next session like this. Look in the mirror. You know how hard it's to do sometimes. Matter of fact, sometimes some of you will actually really avoid looking in the mirror. But now look in it. You're going to see something totally different. You don't need others to be your mirror. That's one of the greatest things now as we go into the emergence. But the fact is that you went through a lot of lonely days, very, very lonely days. Even if you had a family and a mate and all the rest of that, lonely thinking that you were the only one out there like that. And now, look at what we have here, here in Colorado, here with all of you tuning in. You're all sovereign. You're all independent. There's no oneness here other than, uh, than you are your own one. We, we don't go into that whole oneness. That would be the worst thing in the world, to go back into a oneness where you've come so far with your sovereignty, what we have here is, is you. And you find out that all this time you were never alone. And not only do we have this beautiful family called Chambra, and, and I told you way back when, it didn't matter to me if there were just five. That was kind of my threshold, just five. Any less than that, and I might have moved on, but just five. But look at it now. You're not alone, and what's really meant by that is there's so much within you. You're not just a lonely human now. It's the Master. It's the I Am. It's the human. It's all the facets that you brought from aspects into facets. It's all the experiences. But, but it all culminates in the human, the Master, and the I Am. I won't be able to call you humans anymore, just a human. I won't be able to address you as such anymore. I won't be addressing you as human masters. Because from here on, there's no more just being a lonely human. 
Now it's everything together. Let's take a good deep breath breath with that. And as much as I love the cake, I'm going to want to be, and you're going to be wanting to walk up and down the aisle. So, uh, and do indulge in that cake. I'm going to, I I will, when you take that bite into the cake, I'm going to be right with you tasting it. Uh, So do indulge. Oh, get that sugar in you. (laughs) So we come to this interesting point, and I said to the Ascended Masters, absolutely, we're ready for it. What, what more could we learn? What more could we release? What more could we talk about? Because it's all iterations of the same thing. It's actually, if you look at it, it's all iterations of what Tobias said, and particularly in his first two or three series. We've gone deeper. We've gone into the experience rather than just having it as an intellectual concept. What more could we talk about? Why, why wait? Why wait? I think there is almost a, a nervousness, a tension in this whole thing, a, a feeling that, well, no, there's something that, that we haven't gotten right. There's something that we need to keep discussing. There's, there's a reason to come back next month and to keep talking about wings and all the rest of that. Now this is, this is it, emergence. It's interesting what's happened, particularly in the last, I'm going to say the last month, and you may have felt the intensity in, in the last week in particular. It's the time of the last hurrah of the human. We talked about this the other day at the angel webcast. The last hurrah of the human. You know, let it do its hurrah. Let it do its final acting out. It deserves it. It's, it's earned it in a way. Last hurrah of the human, meaning that you feel crazier than bird crap. Uh, <laughs> You feel just everything chaotic inside, but, but the fun part about it, as much chaos as there is going on in there, there's a part of you, in all that chaos, there's still that part that's just sitting with a big smile, going, okay, act out, human, act out. Go for it. Do your crazy. Do your last dance. Yeah, go out and get rip-roaring drunk if you want to. Be a total despicable human. You, you know how to do that pretty well. The last hurrah. Last hurrah is have a good fight with your mate, you know, with uh, somebody, uh, cuss and swear. Last hurrah. That body gets sick and tired. That last hurrah, it's like, what am I doing on this planet? What am I supposed to be doing? It's l- just let it go through its last hurrah. And, and uh, the human also becoming aware of the presence of the, the master now. Uh, the human. Uh, crying out to the master, well, fix this and fix that and get me money and get me a partner. It's like, oh. <laughs> no, I've, I've, been, I've been listening. But the thing that's different than before is I've listened to that for a long, long time now, but now I'm sitting beside you and you and I, the master and I, are sitting there kind of watching the movie, the last hurrah of the human. Get it over with, get it out, do your last whining, do your last being a victim, do your last got to go out and feel sorry for myself, drink too much, get high, whatever it is. (laughs) Just feel like I'm just going crazy and, and, uh, oh, I have no passion and I'm tired all the time. Ah, and nobody loves me, and they don't respect me, and there's so many things I wanted to do, but uh, let it happen right now. 
Let, does anybody relate to that, or am, is there only a couple of you from last week? <laughs> and you know, the funny thing is now that we, you, the Master, and I can sit there and watch this in amazement. And there's part of you that's going, oh my God, that was me. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Part of you that is like, I, I can't believe that I acted like that. I can't believe I, I was like that. And I'm like, yeah, you were. Uh, and, and then all of a sudden you get it, you realize, and it's like, but I'm not that anymore. That part is going away. It'll always be in memory. It'll always be a beautiful experience, but I'm no longer going to be that human fighting for just a little air, a little bread, a little circus. I'm no longer going to be that human that's uh, crying out and why this and why that. I am that I am. And then I'm seeing how all that is turning from aspects into facets, beautiful facets, no longer acting out, no longer doing the, the poor me, no longer well, e- even doing the, the spiritual path thing, uh, like, where am I on my path? How come I'm not further? And all the rest of that. You're watching all that change into facets, into beautiful expressions, no longer battling within yourself. There, there is no battle within you anymore. There's no battle. That's done with. Now it's bringing it to wisdom. So have fun with it. I, the last hurrah, how long is it going to last? I don't know. I don't want to be here anymore. I don't know. It's like, but sit back and watch it now in all of its beauty, in all of its acting out as it's leaving. It's going on its way out. What comes in right now is a very wise master, very wise master. And you know, it's not like all the problems fade away, but you have a whole different way of looking at them. As long as you stay in this physical body, there'll be some challenges, as long as there's people, other people on the planet, and you stay in the physical body. There, there's challenges. There's even challenges of the body itself, pain or uh, sickness or anything like that, but you have a whole different way of looking at it. It's no longer, why me? It's no longer, what's going to happen tomorrow? Am I going to die? Uh, Is somebody in my house going to burn down? It's a whole different way of looking at it. And suddenly the the solutions are there right away. Uh, You don't have to spend months or years working through things, suddenly it's like that. You just know what to do, and you know how to bring whatever that is to wisdom. It happens instantly, in the moment. It used to be that wisdom came oftentimes at the end of a lifetime, when you went to the other realms and we sat with you after you just completed a tough lifetime and you were crying and feeling terrible and not even really realizing you were dead, and we had to slap the shit out of you. <laughs> and we did. <laughs> I told Calder I wasn't going to cuss today, but, uh, but I can't help it. And we had to slap you. You know how sometimes you just, bam, you know, a, a, a spiritual slap. You know? But uh, no, we had to say that, you get, whoa, take a deep breath, get over it. Just let it go. 
And, and then the wisdom would start coming in. We'd start taking you through and saying, okay, remember when this thing happened in your life? And remember, kind of like playing holograms or videos for you. Remember when this happened? Remember how terrible you felt? Remember how you didn't even remember it until we brought it up? And then we, we would ask you to bring it to wisdom. A little easier to do, actually, in the other realms. And, and that's when you did it. But now, instead of waiting for the end of your lifetime, now it happens right away. The moment you just stop for a moment, take a deep breath, whoa, I am the Master. And then it brings it to wisdom. That's it. Anyway, do, do allow yourself both the, um, the wisdom and the entertainment of the last hurrah of the, uh, of the human. Uh, let, let yourself have that. Some of you have been trying to suppress it, and especially right now as we hit this point of emergence, is say, oh, I, gotta, I, gotta, I can't be like that anymore. Nah, that's part of you. It's just doing its last act and its last play, and then it's the end. No more just being a human. We move on. Let's take a good deep breath with that. So yes, indeed, we are ready for the emergence. And you know, the question has come up from Calder about 8,000 times this week. Is everybody going through? Are we all going through? Sooner or later, yes, everybody. And you're all going to do it different. You're all going to do it at uh, your own pace, your own comfort level. But yes, it does happen to each and every one who is connected with this, who is ready to go. We have gotten rid of most of those who um, aren't, most of those who are still playing a uh, spiritual hobby, uh, most of those who uh, were energy feeders. And we had, to, we had to move them aside so we could together go through what we're doing now. Some of you will go through, you could say, faster, uh, it's not a race at all, but some of you are so damn ready for it that you're just going to go through fast. Some of you are going to take your time. Some of you are going to, uh, what do they call that, um, called, uh, it's the slipstream. You're going to be in the slipstream, the, the airstream of the ones going through first. You're going to let them clear the bumps out of the way. <laughs> uh, you know the slipstream is when you're behind a truck on, going down the highway and you get right right behind it, and it's kind of creating a, a, an effect that pulls you through. And that's fine. It's not a race, and, and there actually is no award for you know, who gets there first. Some of you are going to kind of tiptoe into it, uh, and then uh, real cautiously, like one foot at a time, kind of like you'd get into a very cold pool of water, and then all of a sudden, boom, we're going to push you in. Uh, so, but yes, you'll all go through. We all go through. And a few points that for those of you who go through, you, you already know you're not going to be beating your chest about it. You're not going to be putting on um, embroidering on your shirt, uh, you know, ha ha, I went through first. Or, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's such a personal, beautiful, quiet thing. You know, it's, it's so personal. So you know you're not going to be bragging you're not going to you're not going to need acknowledgement that that's it i have to underline that three times gail if you can do that for me or boldface all caps one underline you're you're not going to get acknowledgement uh, for it 
from from me or from others. In other words, you're you're not gonna your name is not gonna be posted on the website or anything like that, nor do you want it. So there's no acknowledgement and, and that's just the way it is. You know and that's all. That's all. For those of you who come along through this uh, early, and you already know this, but uh, it's, there, there's, no, there's no preaching at the others. There's no preaching, and, and not saying, here's how you have to do it. And you'll realize that, but I'm, I'm just pointing it out. There's no preaching and no saying, here's how you have to do it. You know, uh, through Calder and once in a while, Linda, you know, check into your social media, and there's a lot of preaching on there. And there's a lot of there's a lot of people who are saying, well, this is how I did it. You have to do it that way. It's not about that. There's no rushing anybody, and there's no there's no pandering to them either. When you're poor dear, you know, we're so, you just allow them. They'll they'll come through, and maybe in your slipstream. And for those who are taking their time, and there's something to be said about that. Uh, let the others go through and have the little bit of the rockier path. But for those of you who are taking your time, don't throw rocks at the ones you think might have made it. And why would you throw rocks? To test them. But you know, rocks hurt, even, even to a master, because they're still in a human body. Don't throw rocks. Don't assault them. Don't, don't criticize them. What you're really doing is just testing to say, have they, have they really made it, or are they just making it up? Uh, don't do that, uh, because when you first come through in, in the emergence, there's an incredible sensitivity and sensuality. So for those of you who are holding back a little bit and waiting, don't throw rocks. Uh, and to the point that uh, I, I would ask that if any of this occurs on social media, delete it right away. Delete those stones. I know sometimes the Crimson Circle staff tries to stay open and not censor, but this is too sensitive. Get rid of it. It hurts too much. It goes too deep, even for a human master. So we're here. This is it. I have to ask the question, where have you been feeling it in your body in the last week or so? A lot of, a lot of stuff has been coming out. Where have you been feeling it? Linda, would you mind? Uh, and uh, quick, simple answers. I don't need a lot of stories, but where do you feel it in your body this last week? Or, or your mind. I um, have to include that. Your mind is now part of your body. It's no longer separate. Yes, dear, where have you been feeling it? Do you want me to stand up? Sure. I will also. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so funny you should ask. Huh. <laughs> I, uh, well, I would say here. Uh, Where's here? Here in my, well, this is why it's funny. Uh, I have in my lifetime felt those that wonderful feeling in my heart mm -hmm. of, um, like you say, an orgasm in your heart. I mean, mm -hmm. rushes of, I've felt that, so I've had the hint that. There's something more. Now, here's why it's not funny. Last week, <laughs> I don't know if it's because of the smoke or just my anxiety, my chest has been hurting me as a child. I had issues in that regard. So, so many things 
have come up recently that I thought were done. So many memories, just yeah. thoughts, and that, that I, I'm through with that. What is that doing here? What is it doing there? Well, I, I then listened to your wonderful angel channel and said, aha, aha, aha that, I mean, thank you. That was so beautiful. And I'm going to cry because it just cleared so much up for me. Yeah. And um, I get it. It makes sense. Yeah. Because when you are moving through to another awareness of being, there are going to be stones in the road. And thank God I have the memories of having those rushes of love in my heart. So yeah. it's all here. Yeah. Just in different so the shades. Heart. The heart. Yes, sir. Yeah, and, and it is, uh, as we talked about in the Angel webcast, in depth, it's the last hurrah. Yeah. And, but instead of getting uh, too connected or emotionally involved in it, sit back and watch it like you'd watch a movie. It's very interesting. It's the last hurrah, and it's also everything being brought up right now for, for wisdom. Stuff that, that's why we talked in our last shout about guilt and shame. Uh, it's all being brought up. And it would almost go contrary to what you would think, that you'd think that, oh, right now everything would get light and fluffy. Right. No, but this is the stuff that real angels are made out of. This, right. is, the, this is what ascended masters are made out of, the grit, the, the grimy, or the dirt all coming up to be cleansed, transformed. Right. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a phenomenal process, and it goes contrary to so many of the teachings, uh, religious and spiritual teachings, but this is real. This is real, and you're going through it, and we're recording it, you're recording it, they're recording it back there. This is real life realization. Good. Yes. Thank, Thank you. you. And could you imagine what a help this will be years from now, somebody reading your book or reading, going through Master's Life, watching the shouts, whatever, and getting those huge ahas, and, and not just uh, rhetorical or philosophical, but coming from real people who really became realized masters. That's greater than all the channelers on the world and spiritual gurus on the world put together uh, what, what you're doing, the real stories of mastery, are so much more dynamic and meaningful. Good. Where else are you feeling it? Yes. Hey, brother. Hey. How are you? Good. Holy brother. Ho holy brother. You or me? No, me. <laughs> no, that's my name. <laughs> holy brother. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Saint Germain means holy brother. So oh. when you call me brother, I'm like, yeah. Holy that's brother. me, holy brother. Well, yeah, hey, yeah. Holy brother. You, you can drop the word holy, but uh, that's fine. Yeah. No, I chose that name on, on purpose, uh, holy brother. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, what's your name? Jorge. 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 Good. Yes. What does that mean? Um... <laughs> I have not yet realized the real meaning. Ah, this is a, it means wise man. Yeah. No, it actually does. I listen to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it actually, look up the meaning. It means wise man or, or uh, um, not smart, but uh, yeah, wise man. Wise brother, that's what I'm going to call you. Well, as I said, I San, San Jorge. Jorge. Well. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you a little story. I've been, uh, I did uh, past life regressions, what? perhaps on your what? advice. <laughs> what? 
And that's how I discovered you and discovered oh, many Hold it. I got to ask you a question. So you had somebody facilitate a past life regression? No. I've been doing that. I, You've I, been that. Yeah, the answer the, I wanted. You wise brother, you. With the awakening process, yes. somehow I got into it. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't spiritual or yeah. religious or anything. On right. That. Smart thing. I would yeah, say. yeah. Wise brother. And somehow I got into... Uh, there is a whole story on that, but yeah. I got into past life regressions right. and I got uh, a lot of people from around the Did world. Did you know me? Mystery I didn't schools. at the time. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure that you manifested in one of those sessions. Probably. Yeah. A few times. Yeah. And somebody told me, well, there is a reason why your name is Jorge. Yeah. Just recalled about the story about, about St. George. Mm -hmm. And that's your answer. <laughs> yep. And yep. <laughs> To yep. the dragon, you know? Good. And so where does it hurt, holy brother? Does it hurt me? Yeah, your body. What, what have you been feeling in the last week or so? Where, where, where is there something notable? Or your body or your mind? I don't put attention, I don't pay attention much of what happens Do you have flatulence me. or anything last week? <laughs> no. No, no. Sometimes I had some... Uh, I don't uh, know if we want to hear it. Oh, go, go ahead. Morning. <laughs> Burning on my heart. Burning in your heart. Yes. Surprising, surprising. Uh, really. This side. And, yeah, uh, that's where your else? heart generally is, although I know somebody that's on the other yes. side. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Especially. They walk backwards, too. Today, and here, I've been uh, feeling some uh, pains on my head. Yeah, yeah. Like headaches. That was me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so your heart. My heart. Your heart. My, my head. Okay, good. That, that's pretty much it. Thank you. Yes. Appreciate it. Um, in, in a, Jorge, wise. Wise. Oh. Yeah, good. A couple more. Where have you been feeling it lately? I've been feeling a lot of really weird energies mm -hmm. that I oh, yeah. don't remember feeling before. Uh -huh. And a real lack of energy. Oh, Not really? really wanting to do anything. Yeah. Um, could care less pretty much about anything. Yeah, kind of what I said before. Yeah. The human, I don't want to do anything. And yeah. I, you know, yeah, I was yeah. really deep into it yeah. and listened um, live for the angel broadcast, and it also this really is all a very good promotion for the angel program. <laughs> <It really is. laughs> yes, and I talked to quite a few other angels that day, and we all said the same thing. It came at a perfect time. Yeah. However, I my one fear about it was the discussion of three to five years. I thought, oh my God, if I have to do this for another three years, is feeling like I have been today. Why we? Why three to five years? Where'd that come from? I don't. Well, just. Um, that it could last three to five years. No, no, no. Closer to let, let me clarify. What we're doing here together uh, over the next three to five years, we're, it's not going to attract a lot of people from the outside. It's a, it's a pretty uh, cohesive group worldwide, not a big group. Uh, and I gave the numbers, uh, I think, on the February 14th message a few years ago. And that group is going to stay about the same size. A few will come, a few will go. But... Uh, I also have said, I'm not taking on any new students. Uh, just the ones I've worked with in the mystery schools, a few exceptions, but not too many more. Next three, five years, we're going to nail this. I mean, it's not going to be going through the bumpy part that we've been. Oh, it's going to be full integration. Yay. And it's going to be, the discussions are going to be more centered around, uh, so what are the difficult things about being a human master? And we're, uh, I don't want to get into it now, but we're going to be, really uh, setting some of the, um, the scenery for those who come after you. 
Mm -hmm. What happens three to five years, and I'm starting to get a sense uh, measuring things, it's going to happen a little bit before that, it's going to blow wide open. Word's going to get out, and it's not because we're trying to get it out, but word is going to get out. There is something going on there, uh, and there's going to be a new, sudden, a new focus and attention on Chambra. Uh, and, and it's going to come fast, and it's going to come furious, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be difficult at, at a point because uh, you, Crimson Circle staff, Calder and Linda, are going to want to stay in this nice, uh, comfortable arena that we're in together. And suddenly everybody's going to be knocking at the door seeking the magic elixir. That's, that's going to be the tricky stage. Suddenly the word's going to get out that not just one or two, but thousands and thousands and thousands of humans now are letting energy serve them. They're not talking about it. It's happening. And, uh, oh, you're going to get everything from Hollywood movie offers, literally. No, literally. To, um, yeah, could you imagine that? Uh, Hollywood movie offers, and you're going to get people who are, and this, this is already happening, you're going to get people who are going to come in and take your materials, these shouts, our workshops and gatherings, our courses, and they're going to bastardize them. They're going to commercialize them. They're going to put out, uh, they're going to, they're going to they, I'll say the word Calder doesn't want me to say it, but they're going to steal it. And, and, uh, and when they do, it's not going to have the same essence as what we're doing here together. All of this has been carefully crafted by all of us on the other realms in the Crimson Council by you to be absolutely appropriate and always, 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 always serving uh, the, the you. Uh, never taking away, never trying to guruize this, never trying to uh, focus on anything but you, the ones who are going through this. And uh, th that's going to be a challenge. Uh, it's going to be a legal challenge. It's going to be a, a it's going to be a heart challenge, you know, when people are taking this and turning it into what you and I know isn't right. Uh, they're doing it to a degree right now, but very small compared to what's going to happen. So we're going to stay cohesive, tight, focused with this group, with all of you, the, these next few years. Then, boom, it blows open. And it's meant to blow open. It's not by mistake. It's meant to blow open. But it will bring many challenges. For, for you, uh, if, if suddenly a big spotlight is on you and you just want to live your life uh, in joy, you want to live your life now being a conscious creator and suddenly they're knocking at your door, literally, and wanting to know what it is, what you have. They're wanting you to be a guru. Uh, and while there's a little temptation in that, ultimately you realize it's not what you want, not what you're here for. So that's, that's what I'm saying, three to five years. The, what you're going, what you've gone through and all the crap and that, pff, we're done with that. Yes. Good. But that gave me a chance to lecture a bit. Uh, uh, one more. Where are you feeling it? Okay, master the obvious. And I made a comment before. I don't know if you, uh, if you, <laughs> I made a comment. I don't know if you, if it landed. I just said the body and the mind are the same now. You know, they're, they're not separate. You always think of the mind being somewhere else. The mind is taking its rightful position as part of the physical body. I mean, it's attached to the physical. It needs your shoulders and your arms and your legs, but uh, it's now just becoming a, a physical thing, no, not a center of power or intellect or anything else. 
It's melding with the body. So, yes. Uh, one uh, more. Would you explain? One more series. Would you explain the. An accident? Wait, an accident. Was it an accident? What happened? I fell off my bicycle. Right. And I got a concussion and I broke my left arm. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> you were when, the only one clapping. When, when, when did this happen, dear? Tuesday. Tuesday. And wasn't I just talking about strange events this week? Yes. Yeah, yeah. What, what happened? Really, really what happened? Um, bump and fill would exactly. be my hope. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, you're, you're a little intellectual sometimes. Yes. Uh, and so my brain kind of took a hit. Yeah, your brain took a hit. Yeah. And, uh, but you're smiling. Okay. <laughs> so, no, really, um, n not all of you have to, to do it like this, but <laughs> no, it was actually brilliant in a way. You knew what was coming here today and what we're going to be doing. And you're like, oh, geez, but sometimes I get so stuck and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a human is intellectualizing all this, right? Yes. Yeah, it's, and it's like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be like the kid. I'm going to fall off the bike. I'm going to, did you break your arm or just? No, I broke it. Yeah, broke your arm. But I didn't dislocate it. Okay. And so it had a concussion. A uh, what else? Um, I have unbelievable bruises oh. all over my body. Yeah, I won't ask to sh <laughs> for you to show them, but, but maybe later some people might be interested. <laughs> yeah, and it was, uh, I, I don't recommend bump and fill, but sometimes you just would, need would a good whack. Would you define bump and fill? Not every, there's people that don't understand what that oh, means. Oh, bump and fill. Show us. <laughs> 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 Come here. <laughs> Dear uh, Carrie Ann is saying, yeah, show us, and it's like, okay, you know. So uh, it's when you, you trip and fall. What if what if Caldrick gets a concussion? He can't finish this thing. Yeah, bump and fill. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so compassionate. No, bump and fill is when you know, suddenly an accident. Uh, you you fall down the steps. You fall off your bike. Uh, you're on a wine tour with a bunch of other chambres and you get in an accident and everybody goes, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's a sudden jarring uh, occurrence. Now, it generally happens when to every child because your divinity doesn't all come in, your, your spirit doesn't all come in right away. A lot of times it doesn't even start coming in until you're about two years old. So, you know, it's, you're kind of a shell in a way. Um, you got a little personality and you got a name, but that's about it. And then slowly it starts coming in. Uh, and it takes about 18 to 20, 21 years to come in. But particularly as a child, you'll fall out of a tree. You'll uh, run into a wall for no apparent reason. Um, you'll, you'll take a tumble. Somebody else will clunk you real good on the schoolyard on the head. Those are bump and fills. And it's that time when you're suddenly out of your body, uh, out of your logic, and whoosh, you get a big infusion of your spirit or divinity, whatever you want to call it. You get a lot that comes into the human form. Now, it, 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 you're on your bike. It's almost like going back to the child. You know, you fall off the bike. What caused you to fall? There was a gap in the pavement about several inches wide, and um, when I tried to go back up it, I lost my balance. Yeah. Yeah. Fell in the ditch. Yeah. With uh, and you were wearing a helmet, of course. I was definitely wearing a helmet. Good, good. 
but so uh, you're, you're, you're fine uh, for the most part. You'll heal. Uh, for the most part, For yes. the most part. I mean, we had, instead of happy hour that night, we had gratitude hour. Right, it right. It could have been right. a lot worse. <laughs> right. It could have been, been a lot worse, but it wasn't going to be. Uh, you bumped and filled just the right amount. You got out of your brain. You had a huge uh, infusion that came in. And you're fine. You're standing here smiling, talking to me about it, and I'm cheering you on. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> no, you, had to, you had to get out of the, the mental rut. Uh, you had just too, too many years in uh, past lifetimes in, in your spiritual studies. And while it's fascinating, to turn it into experience, you've got to stop studying it and go out and do it. And that's, that's what you did. So I say for the most part you're all right. Your brain's kind of messed up. Okay. No, and that's good uh, because it needed to get realigned. Uh, you, you'll still maintain your level of human intelligence, but your mind is now going to back down. Uh, stop being the center uh, of, of consciousness. It's not anymore. The center of consciousness is, well, you, the I am. It's no longer the mind. And that was a big step for you. Okay. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So what everybody's been feeling something different in the last week or two. Some of you bump and fill. Some of you just massive uh, depression. Uh, some of you have been feeling uh, just totally empty. Some of you very anxious, and I know I'm covering the gamut, so I, you know, uh, everything. But there's different feelings. The biggest thing I noticed in the last week or so, if there was a physical reaction, and not for everybody, but I just noticed a lot of it was the heart. And it was said right away by Elizabeth, the heart. Maybe a pressure, maybe feelings of melancholy, maybe uh, the heart skipping a beat or something. Uh, and it's absolutely appropriate where we are right now. The heart, uh, which could, you can consider the energy center for the physical body, uh, and the love center and all the rest of that, but the heart is feeling what you're going into. It's, and there's a longing, a longing to both go forward into your creation, and to go backward, back to all the memories of being a human. So it's all kind of coming together right in the heart area. Some of you in the stomach, uh, you notice the stomach more, uh, kind of overwhelms the heart, but I'd say the heart was the biggest thing. I, you know, and it turns into almost kind of a melancholic appreciation of everything you've been through. Yeah, kind of like, oh, wow, now we're leaving. We're leaving all that. We're going someplace new, and there's kind of that tugging at the heart. But at the same time, there's that longing to come back, to, well, to your natural self, to who you really are. That's what we're doing in the emergence. So physical reactions, bump and fills. Uh, there was quite a few bump and fills this uh, weekend. Uh, if, if you're listening to this, uh, if you've had that experience, if you'd post it on your <coughs> social media, uh, so others can see. It's, you know, what, you're not alone. We're going through this together. So without further ado, I want to get down to one of the two reasons we came here today. As we now go into the emergence, I want to do a couple things first. Um, would you put that icon up on the screen for the emergence? Uh, if, you, if you could hear the story behind the, the, what the staff goes through. But there was a lot of different 
visuals uh, to represent this. And this was my favorite uh, of all of them. I, I loved this one in particular, and I'm speaking as Adamas, um, but I believe Linda and Calder liked this the best. I love this because emergence, and what, what's emerging? Yeah, what's emerging here? What, what we have is really the, the three sectors, the three facets, human, master, divine. And if you notice, this is uh, – what do you call this, Linda? Uh, infinite what? Trinity. Uh, the, the infinite trinity, or infinite uh, infinity divinity. They're no longer separate. These parts were kind of hidden from this part in the past. Now it's almost like you can see the infinity in, and it's within. It's not projected out. Uh, we're not uh, – we talk about emergence, and the instant visuals are breaking through something. Yes, in a way, but the more important thing in that is what we're doing is merging. Uh, emerge, emerging is right in the word here, emergence, emerging together, bringing together the conscious awareness of human master, I am, and the, the rays of the I am, the experience of the I am. Every one of these rays represents experience levels. The rays then go to the master. Heretofore, it was just you had your experience and you analyzed it and judged it like it was, it was either happy or sad. Now it goes to the Master, and it distills that into wisdom. And many different layers and levels of wisdom. Wisdom, wisdom isn't singular. There's so many beautiful parts of wisdom. We're going to be talking about that a lot in Kihak and in the Shouds. There are many um, degrees. There's a spectrum of wisdom. It's not just one thing, and that's the beauty. As you learn to go into your wisdom, you learn there is, um, there is wisdom that is so very sensual, and there's wisdom that's so very so simple. There's wisdom that um, sings. Uh, we'll get into it later. But so here the master takes everything from the human and brings it to wisdom. And that's the gift to the I am. Not that the I am needs gifts, but the I am just loves its experiences and its wisdom. So there's this flow going back to the I am. You can imagine the I am, I exist, just in the joy of being. It doesn't need anything, but it's having this constant uh, orgasm of self, overfilling and just letting out and then bringing it again, just, just for the sake of creation, just for the sake of its existence. Joy only. Uh, no, no regrets, no sadness. It's all joy. So it's constantly, this is constantly going, uh, filling the cup of the I am. And then the I am shining back again to the human, say, go to experience once again. Go to experience. Don't worry about the past. It's been brought to wisdom. Experience in your life. I asked a question recently in Kihak, what do you want to experience? Because you're going to be able to choose. It's not just going to happen to you. Just, it's, not, things are, you know, like, it's not just going to be destiny day again with <coughs> things happening to you and you don't know why. You start to consciously choose your experience. And I, I push the Kihakers very hard. 
and it repeated it to, uh, ad nauseum, what do you want to experience? Because the typical things are uh, money and uh, my kids being nice to me and uh, I need some more sleep. Ah! What do you want to experience? Because when you can bring your consciousness to that level, what do you want to experience? I mean, distill it. Not for human needs. What do you what would be your passion to experience or your joy? When you get to that point, when you can define it, when you can bring it to clarity, you don't have to worry about all the mundane human things anymore. It's taken care of. Because why? Because energy serves you rather than assaulting you. When you can define, hey, here's what I want to experience in my life, and not, and not, uh, I want to travel to you know three different countries, or uh, way back when I asked the question, you know, if if you had three wishes, what would you do? Go scuba diving. It's like, oh, okay, but I think there might be a little higher calling here. Um, those things just happen. All the 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 human kind of needs are taken care of, but. What do you want to experience? You want to experience sensuality. You want to experience uh, the deep sense of just being, that, that type of thing. Once you get to that point, which we're at, everything else takes care of itself. Your bills, your car, your desire to go travel or something, it just falls into place. Anyway, the point of this is, I love this particular representation of emergence because it's all within, it's all tied together, it all shines on each other. So, uh, and there were some requests before, and, and I, I would like to do this also. Let's replay that, let's replay that intro. And, and uh, let me point out a few things before we do. Uh, if you really feel into this, it's the consolidation of it's the essence of everything we've done over these years together uh, visually i mean not visually energetically within the the short short intro i mean it's it's a pleasure to watch but uh, the staff really struggled with this i couldn't tell you how much they struggled <laughs> uh, but they struggled with it they were trying to get it right from a creative standpoint what they didn't realize is that they were trying to get it right energetically how do we put it out there the the the, the uh, contrast, and you see it in the words, the contrast between the way things used to be and the way, are, the way they are now, the energy that's transmitted from here. And uh, let, let's play it, and I'll make a comment afterwards. Lights down, please.
So 19 years. 19 years brought together, and uh, I have to laugh, uh, the staff was having such a, uh, going through every little detail, that it, it was a really tough time. I don't know how many drafts they went through, uh, perhaps Gene knows, almost 20 drafts, you know, and wondering what was wrong. Well, you're trying to distill everything into, into this, uh, energetically, to get the energy in there. I, I want to point out one thing that is very important, and, and I have been adamant with the Crimson Circle, the staff, about uh, excellence. If you're going to do something from now on in emergence, do it well. Don't do it uh, like the old human would have done it, halfway, half-assed. If you're going to live, live well. Uh, you may call it quality or style or elegance or whatever, but if you're going to, if you're going to stay here in this physical body, do it well. If you're, going to, if you're going to make a video, do it well. Doing it well doesn't mean overthinking it. It means putting your consciousness into it, putting yourself into it. It's the way of the Creator. Uh, the, the human would just sometimes slap things together, or worst case, would use it for manipulation. But if you're going to do something, if you're going to build a house, do it well. The old human might have said, well, I don't have the money. The Master says, it will work. Do it well. If you're going to travel, do it well. If you're going to um, have a party at your house, do it well. That doesn't mean that it's going to take more time or effort. It actually will take less. But bring your consciousness to whatever you're going to do. Let's say you're going to have, have a dinner party. The human would go through all the details, what you have to prepare and set out and plan and the cleaning and everything else. Doing it well means, I am here. I am here at this dinner party that I'm going to throw. Bring your consciousness into it. Everything else aligns. Everything else comes to serve you. Energy will always come from behind. It will never come from the front and assault you. It will always support you. Do it well. And again, you don't have to effort. You don't have to overthink it. Bring your I am here to whatever you're doing. Uh, you're going to uh, start a business. Do it well. I am here. And, and the natural elegance is going to come out, the natural expression. Then you're going to be so proud when a video plays, when the house is finished, when your business takes off. You're going to look at it and say, I did it like a master. Not like a human. I didn't cut corners. I didn't, I didn't withhold uh, my energy. I did it like a master. You're going to look at your creations as works of true art, rather than just getting the job done. I'm going to be really pushing that now, from now on. Do it well. I'm going to be asking you, did you do it well? Did you do it as a master? And we're going to make sure that that's where we go forward to. That's going to be one of those little things that, like I say, three to five years down the road, that's going to be one of the things that um, people notice at, at, at the group of you, at, at you individually. Why is it that they do everything so well and it seems to be so easy? So let's take a deep breath. We're going to take a few minutes here. We have a lot to cover yet. We're going to take a few minutes here. Do it well. Okay? Okay. Good, good. Do it where you feel 
your own creatorship in it. No matter what it is, no matter if it even involves other people, bring your master to work. <laughs> so, okay, here's what we're going to do now. We're going to uh, play a little music. We can start the music up. We're going to do a mirab. We're going to take everything that we've done in the past 19 series and bring it together in one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, why not? Uh, there's been so you saw the video was a representation. So now, as the music plays and we go into our mirab mode, let's take everything we've done. Even if you haven't been here the whole 19 years, you have been. I know you knew that, but let's say you came into Crimson Circle a year ago. You've been here. Let's take all these beautiful teachings of Tobias, our core teachings. Your core teachings, actually. Let's take a deep breath and distill all that. He told you your origins, where you came from, angelic families. Yeah, he, he, he was the one that said, you know, you were the representative of your angelic families. You've probably forgotten that along the way, but no, you were. You came to this thing called the Order of the Ark, the first gathering of all of the angelic families. Well, that was actually uh, quite an amazing gathering. And at the Order of the Ark, it was decided that the way to understand energy was to create this place of Earth. Way to understand what consciousness really was all about was to have this place of Earth. Tobias tells a story saying there was this huge battle, conflict, kind of Star Wars taking place. It was for resolution, but I, I choose to say it that it was not because of the battles, but because of the intense curiosity. So, this place of Earth. And the physical domains was created, and you came here. First, just as a spirit being, and later as an embodied biological being. Let's take all that and bring it together. All the lifetimes in Lemuria, and on to Atlantis, all. Oh, Atlantis, such a time of love, but also such a time of destruction and collapse. Let's take all that. All the, all the lifetime surrounding that lifetime of Yeshua. Times in the mystery schools, and let's bring together and coming together again in this lifetime. With such strong commitment to, for your realization, off of the 
typical spiritual and religious paths. All the shouts, all the tears, all the beautiful gatherings of Shampur around the world. Let's bring that all together now. The days of being a human. Ah. All the things human. I don't know whether to laugh or to cry at this point. All the things of being human. Limitations, emotions. Feeling what it was like to be a slave, literally and figuratively, having others well, take your power away. All the experiences, wow. Having families, lovers. Watching people that you loved die, pass away. All the wondering and the wandering of being a human. Wondering on your spiritual path, what comes next? Let's take all that and let's be masters here and distill it. Bring it to wisdom, including any remaining guilt or shame. Think for a moment of this, uh, this icon, this artwork for our new series. Infinity Divinity. human with their experience, now the Master, just bringing it to wisdom. And I am just shining its consciousness, its light, upon its creations. Let's take a deep breath with that. So now comes the time. It's called emergence, it's called realization. This is it. Boom. Let's take a good deep breath with that. And now allow, I mean, allow, allowing. In other words, quantum allowing here. Where the human kind of gets out of the way, stops worrying and stops efforting, just gets out of the way and allows. That's it. You don't, you don't have to work at allowing. Just allow.
Adamus, Adamus, not just a little village in Romania. It's a creation of Saint Germain, of me. It's a way of coming to Chambra. It's our creation, this Adamus. You know, it's probably Adamus is a little bit different than Saint Germain. Tends to cuss and swear. Tends to provoke, to prod, get you to move your chair. Calls you on your macchio. That's actually my me, Adamus's favorite thing: calling you on your macchio, getting you to laugh, getting you to cry. But it's a, it's an absolute beautiful composition of all of us. But every once in a while, Saint Germain has to come in. You know, me. Not with the Adamus gig. Once in a while, there's a, a message that just needs to come through. And in a funny way, because it was this Saint Germain that was with you in the mystery schools, there is a very intense energy with it. Saint Germain was is not. I am not. It's so confusing. Who am I? <laughs> Saint-Germain doesn't joke around as much, wants to be dressed up all the time, uh, is um, more reverent. But once in a while it's important to have me as Saint-Germain, who I really am, come to visit you. So in order to avoid a massive uh, bipolar distortion, meltdown uh, uh, with Caldra. We did this message, I did this message a few days ago at Saint-Germain. So take a good deep breath, sit back, and hear yourself in this message. Am that I am, the beloved Saint Germain. Now comes the time of emergence, and I come to you as Saint Germain. I love the act of consciousness when I come to you as Adamus. Adamus is Chambra in the new energy, Chambra, each and every one of you. But I choose this occasion, as we come into emergence, to come to you as Saint Germain, Saint Germain. I come to you as Saint Germain because it's an energy that you're familiar with, going back to the mystery schools. It's an energy that each and every one of you can feel into, going all the way back to our time of mysticism and studies and fun and joy at the mystery schools, because now we're ready for the next big step. We're ready for the emergence. Here we are now. And as we do, 
As we're at this moment, I ask you to take a deep breath into the mystical air. Take a deep breath into the mystical air. It's all around you. The mysticism of the mystery schools, the mysticism of your journey, the mysticism of the next step, the emergence. Take a deep breath into the mystical air. Mm. And take a deep breath into the wisdom. The wisdom, what is also called the Master, the wisdom comes in now. The wisdom that balances all the experiences of the human. The wisdom that tempers, that softens the hard edges, that brings meaning to the experience. Take a deep breath into the mystical air and into the wisdom. As we go now into emergence, there are several fundamental, brilliant realizations, but things to be very aware of as we go into the next step. These were stepping stones. These are some of the basic foundations of where we go next. Feel them. Allow them to be part of your realizations. Allow yourself to embrace and to understand them. The basic wisdoms as we go into emergence. You've heard many of them before, nothing new, but one of the first and perhaps most important is allow. Allow yourself. None of this comes now through effort or hard work. None of it comes through force, and there's no power in it. It comes through allowing. Allowing in itself is not an effort. It's an openness. Allowing the wisdom, allowing consciousness, allowing them into your body, into your being, into every experience that you have. Allowing is a very personal thing. It's not about the rest of the world. It's not about any other person, any other being. It's about yourself, allowing you to be all that you are. It's so basic. It's so simple. Allowing, opening your heart, opening your mind, allowing the Atlantean dream, allowing all of you to be here at this moment. Allowing. Take a deep breath into allowing. And as we talked about so often, this is a natural evolution. It's natural. You don't have to work at it. You don't have to effort it. It's natural. It's something that happens to each and every soul being who comes by way of Earth. You go through your earthly incarnations and all the experiences that you behold, and then you come to this point where the Master comes in naturally, sometimes with resistance from the human, but the Master comes in. It doesn't need to be coaxed or coerced or forced. True realization is a natural process. And then you could say that allow the human 
to have this natural process, no fighting, no negotiating, no pushing, simply allowing the natural process. Then it's so important, so important for the realization that all energy serves you. You've had so many lifetimes now where you've been working for energy, a slave to energy, but now that changes and you realize that all energy serves you. It's always meant to. It's always been serving you, but so many are not aware, they're not conscious that energy is here to serve them. Energy is not an enemy. Energy will never push you back. Energy will never play tricks on you. Energy will never deceive you and never sell you out. Take a deep breath. Can you realize that energy is here to serve you? It's yours. It's your divine right. Whether it comes in the form of abundance, whether it comes as peace, whether it comes as wisdom, whether it comes at being at the right place at the right time, whether it comes as other people, no matter what it is, energy is here to serve you. In that, we'll find that certain things just go out of vocabulary. They hold no meaning at all. When energy serves you, there's no need to struggle with abundance. It's just there. When you're allowing energy to serve you, there's no need for healing. It's just there. The balance comes back on its own. When you realize that energy is there to serve you, there's truly no effort. There's no need for goals. There's no need for purposes. You're here now, in emergence, to be in experience, experience of your choosing, experience that's supported by all of the energies that are serving you, experience that will always be balanced and tempered and brought to its beauty by the wisdom of the Master. Let's take a deep breath with that. All energies serve you, and let that be. Let that be. You're not bound by anyone or anything. You're not bound by your ancestors. You're not bound by the past, your past lives. You're not bound by any humans or any governments. You are a sovereign being, therefore also responsible for your own experiences, your own joys, your own creations in life. You're not bound by angelic beings, angelic families, or angelic councils. And you'll find that so many of these things are here to serve you, but you are no longer bound. You're not bound by any god or any gods. You are truly free. Take a deep breath with that, with that realization. 
And let go of anything now that binds you, that holds you back, that governs you, that controls you. You are no longer bound by any of those things as you come into emergence. In emergence, you'll also find that the mind is no longer the guiding voice in your life. It has been eons of time since that the mind has guided, has talked to you, has made its judgments, has made its choices. But you now go beyond where the mind is the guiding voice. There's a new voice. There's a new feeling. There's a new consciousness. And it is the Trinity, the complete Trinity of the I Am, the Master, and the human. It's not even the I Am making directives. It's not the Master telling you what to do. It is the Trinity of the Master, the I Am, and the human, working in unison, for they are the same, but working in unison, the human having its experiences, but now experiences of its choosing and of its joy. The Master always bringing wisdom to everything. And now, instead of wisdom occurring at death or years after an experience, the wisdom occurs simultaneous with the experience. Therefore, no wounds. Therefore, no doubts. It is brought to wisdom in the moment. And the I Am, in its constant radiance of joy, it's constant knowingness of the I exist, I am. It's constant being in its own creation. For true creation is simply the I am in joy, the human going into experience that creation, and the Master always bringing it into wisdom and back into the heart of the I Am. Let's take a deep breath with that. One of the other fundamental realizations is that you realize that as the human, that guilt and shame are self-indulgent human distortions. There's no room for them in emergence. There's no room for dwelling in the past, carrying the load of guilt or shame. And to the human, sometimes that's troubling, because the human feels it needs to cover itself in guilt, as to not repeat mistakes from the past. It's been trained, it's been hypnotized into believing that guilt will keep the human in its place from abusing power, from harming others from destroying creations. But now you cannot possibly do so. You have the wisdom of the Master. You have the joy. You have the consciousness of the I Am. There's no place where you go now into emergence for any guilt or shame. It's time to let go of all that and move forward into the joy of your experience and your creations. Going into emergence now, there's 
no going back. There's no going back. It's always been what you felt to be an option up to now, even though, in a way of speaking, it really hasn't been true. But you've always held that as an option, as a potential, that you could go back. You could undo what you've done in this lifetime, but you simply can't. There's no going back, but yet, in a way of speaking, there's no going forward either. There's nothing to go forward into. There's really no tomorrow. There's no next lesson or learning. So if there's no going back and there's no going forward, it's all in the now, right here. Not putting something off until tomorrow, not waiting for another day for realization. No going back and actually no going forward. It's here. It's now. It is the I am here. In going into emergence, there's also no hiding. There's no hiding. And it's something so many of you have done for so very long. Hidden yourself, and in doing so, you've hidden your truth. You've hidden your awarenesses. You've hidden yourself, even from you. Now there's no hiding. There's no hiding from you. There's no holding back. It is all revealed. All the mysteries, all the mysticism, all the blessings of who you are. No hiding that anymore. No hiding from others, no hiding from churches, no hiding from families, but more than anything, no hiding from yourself. You cannot in emergence. Everything comes forward. All of who you are. All of the beauty. All of the consciousness. It comes forward. And as much as there's no hiding from yourself, I do have to say that in emergence you can be invisible to others when you choose. When you choose to be in your own realm, your own space, when you simply choose not to interact with mass consciousness or others, when you're in the midst of throngs or crowds of people and simply want to be unto yourself, you can go invisible, meaning that you can be in your own safe and sacred space and others won't interfere. Yes, at times your light is going to shine very, very brightly on others. And at times you'll find that they're coming to you, attracted to you, wanting to know what it is about you. But because of the importance of maintaining your own safe space and balance, you find that you can be invisible. And it may seem odd that you may say, how can you not hide but yet be invisible? Because, my dear friends, you are mystical. Because when you choose not to be with others, when you choose to be only in your sacred space, you can be invisible. Let's take a deep breath with that. And one more thing. There's no more working on you. No more working on the me. No more working on that human identity. That's done, gone. 
There's no need to work on anything. Why would you if you are now a sovereign being, if you are now in conscious understanding and awareness of the I Am Master and Human all together? No more working on me. That means, finally, it's time to simply experience the joy of Self, not trying to make it better, just experiencing, not trying to perfect, just experiencing, not seeing yourself as anything less than, but rather in your complete state of divine and human. No more working on you, the me. Going into emergence, you are a free being, a sovereign being, dependent on no one else for anything else. Everything that is needed in your life comes to you, yes, as if by magic. No longer being a slave to anything or anyone else, including your own past. Let's take a deep breath with that. These are fundamental realizations as you go into emergence. Come back to these. Visit them from time to time, because there is a tendency to forget, to forget that energy serves you, to forget that this is a natural process, to forget that it's all about allowing, to forget that now the mind is not the voice. It is actually the voice of the I Am, the Master, and the human together. So easy to forget so many things. So come back, visit these fundamental realizations from time to time during our Emergence series. I connect with you from the times of our Mystery Schools, from the times where we talked about a time that would come on the planet, a time of realization, a time of change, time of embodying, and more than anything else, a time of experiencing in a way that the human by itself could never have imagined before. I come to you with that direct connection from the Mystery Schools. Let's take a deep breath into the mystical air. Take a deep breath into the wisdom. Take a deep breath under the journey that's now led to emergence. I am that I am, the beloved Saint-Germain. Thank you. And now, <clears throat> now it's time for a dream walk into emergence. Dreamwalk because it's been the dream. Dreamwalk because all the energies are right right now. And I ask that this dreamwalk with the music, uh, that it not be isolated uh, by itself and put onto your social media. This is too sacred, too precious. 
we don't want it out there for the energy feeders and everybody else. This is our sacred time. Let's take a good deep breath. As music begins into the dreamwalk, the Schomburg dreamwalk, into emergence. It's more than just our series that we're in. It's the culmination of lifetimes. Emerging from just the human into now the human master and I am, into the Trinity. Emerging, going beyond limitations of humanness, but always appreciating understanding why you had that journey. Let's gather all of us together, getting ready for this dream walk. But you know, this one's a little bit different. You know, in most dream walks, when we go to the other realms, kind of come back to where we started. When we do a dream walk into the realms of death, we, we come back to where we started. This one, we don't go back. And this one, we go into a whole new realm, and we bring, we bring everything that we were with us, we bring that limited human. We bring all the experiences. We bring it with. We bring that human body, and the mind. We bring it with. Let's take a good deep breath and begin the Shambra dreamwalk into emergence. It's interesting here because are, are we moving or is everything else moving? In this dream walk, do we need to go somewhere or is everything else moving? Is the old reality base, is it the thing that's moving? It's an age old question. It's like, also asking, are you going through time or time going through you? Is everything else shifting and responding to us? I ask you to feel into that.
Was it going to shift anyway? I went out just aware of the experience. Was it was it going to shift anyway, even if we didn't do a dream walk? What's moving and what's shifting? Is it us in this dream walk going through a dream walk or was everything already shifting? already here before, now we're just experiencing it in a different way. Why does it seem so familiar? it feel we raced to get here, but yet it took so long. Raced to get here and it was going to happen anyway. Such paradoxes. in this dream walk of emergence, well, the best way to describe it is the mirrors change. The mirror that might have had you believing that we were moving and going somewhere, taking this journey dream walk, the mirror changes. mirror that measures and bases everything else on things outside of yourself that changes. The mirror that says it was the human who worked hard to get here. planned this, that made it happen, that mirror changes. As you realize this was always here, the mirrors all change. That's perhaps the biggest thing about emergence, 
moving? Are you the one getting there? Are you the one doing the walking and the dream walk? Or is everything else just changing in response to you? True mastery is a house of many, many mirrors. All of them are genuine and authentic. All of them weighs on perceiving reality. All of them appropriate. The human had a set set of mirrors, a specific set of mirrors. As much as the human would shift and change the mirror, its orientation, it was still. Very limited mirror, therefore very limited ways of perceiving reality, energy, truth, more than anything else. Self here in this dream walk of emergence is really the time of changing mirrors. Mirrors that will allow you to perceive reality in any way you choose to experience it. Mirrors that allow you to be in the past or in the future, all while staying in the now. Mirrors that allow you to gaze in and see. What compassion of the I am really is, who you really are. And then, at certain points, no mirrors at all. When you choose to go invisible, when you choose to go deep within yourself, no mirrors at all. That to be the loneliest of lonelies. No mirror. No outside response. Not even seeing your own image. But the master understands that our times for no mirrors. To be in its own nothingness. Master needs no mirrors, but the master also knows that they can play with reality with any mirror that they choose. Now, multiple mirrors, mirrors of different colors, mirrors of different shapes. Mirrors of different sizes. The way of the master, the way of emergence. The master knows, with one mirror, 
You can see yourself in this dream walk into emergence, like like it was a long tunnel that we're floating through, going into emergence, but with the other mirror simultaneously. There's no tunnel. Nothing's moving. You're not moving. It's just reality, creation, responding. You are simply, I am here, and everything else is shifting, and moving. The master has many, many. Mirrors. I was afraid to use none because none hold power. There are simply ways at perceiving reality and creation. Are the facets of you of the I am? How many facets, previously known as aspects, but now coming in as facets, like a gem has many facets, many, many parts of itself. Every one of them shining, every one of them reflecting light. Mirrors of the master. There are the facets of the I am. Let's take a good deep breath into emergence. A simple allowing here is all that's needed. A simple allowing. Master needs no mirrors to perceive themselves. But the master also knows they can choose any mirror, multiple mirrors, to perceive reality in whichever way they choose. Let's take a deep breath in emergence. Deep breath into that sweet emergence. As we 
finish this day, just a brief reminder, you are not crazy. You are not crazy at all. It would be crazy to stay in an unnatural state of being, and crazy to stay in unhappiness, crazy to stay in that birdcage or that zoo. And my dear friends, as Tobias would say, you are never alone. There are many, many who call themselves Shampra. But not only that, you're never alone, because now there is the I am, the Master, and the human. And of course, you know that all is well in all of creation. With that, I am Saint-Germain and Adamas in service to you. Thank you. And so it is. At this point, it's really, let's just take the good deep breath and let this, let this integrate with you, with each of us. So much shared. Can you breathe it in? Breathe it in. Breathe and allow that this is just the beginning of emergence, just the beginning. Feel the expansion that will be there for each of us if we allow it. Take the good deep breath and honor yourself for being on this journey, each of us, Shambra, clear. Clear. Take the good deep breath and thank you for being here, for being with us wherever you are. Stay with the good deep breath, take care of you, be kind to you as we say thank you. And we'll be back the first Saturday of September. Thank you. Take care of you. <laughs>